special guest this afternoon. I've been looking forward to this. This man has it all. Passion, dedication, enthusiasm beyond <laughs> comfort. What are you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this unbelievable. But before we go in any further, I just want to say welcome to my humble abode, Mr. Tony Clark. Thanks, John. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> oh, God. And we're going to go through some amazing successes. Yeah. Success stories that gradually sort of becoming aware of all these things that you've been involved in. And we're going to go through some of those. We won't have enough time, I don't think. But we're going to start with your early life. And by the way, this is my coach from the Liverpool Harriers. He's not just my coach, he's, he's many other people's coach. And um, yeah, absolutely great to have you here this afternoon. Thanks, John. Sir. Thanks. I'm going to start you were born in 1975. I was in a bull ring in Liverpool City Centre. Can you tell me about your early life? It was. It was, um, was it a happy it was childhood? A very fulfilling. Um, it was like a local, close knit community. Um, full of Catholics, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. not that, you know. And, um, yeah, everyone knows each other. Every family knew each other. We had a youth club on site, and we went there four times a week, played pool every night. Where, where is the bull, the bull ring? Is right in the centre, is it? Bull ring's just, just, just um, about 200 yards from the city centre, yeah, the top of the hill, yeah. And it's that's a tenement block. That's where you were, yeah. That's yeah. where I was born, and that was where my mum and dad were born. Their families were born. They met when they were younger, and yeah, so... We stayed there. And your childhood memories, can you talk it was brilliant, about? playing football every day. No mm -hmm. local school, is it, is it still there to this day? Yeah, yeah, St Nicholas, that's still there, on Brownlowell. Yeah, still there. Oh, Brownlowell, Brownlowell. I used to, yeah, part of the taxi on there, yeah, yeah. the, uh, near the Adelphi sort of. Yeah, yeah, so it's just up the road from there, yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. on the main road, so. Just typical to any other 70s kid, you know, growing up in the 80s. Running around, you're playing football every night. You're not doing it for fitness, you're just doing it because that's what you did. You played footy every night, 35 a side, whatever it was. Um, yeah, I know, football, I know football is a huge thing, yeah, and obviously Liverpool champions this year. That's I don't, we're, we're obviously you're an Everton fan, aren't you, Tony? So, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, <laughs> leave that there. Right? <laughs> so, we're going to win the league as well. We are, we are, um, Wednesday, we're playing Chelsea, we're getting presented with the Premier League title I didn't, I didn't, on Wednesday yeah. night at Anfield. I'm disconnected with the football. As you can tell, both me and John Joe were. Play, uh, don't, don't follow any football whatsoever. Really. Yeah. Um. So we just talk about football for an hour and not running. Hey, yeah, so. Welcome to the football podcast. <laughs> now, just be before we move on, your secondary school, so St. Nick's was primary. Yeah, primary, then we went to St. Nick's Seniors, then which later got changed to their Nugent High, High School, which then moved up towards Wavertree Way, towards where the track is now. Right, yeah, where so that, that sort of seat was part of the same building. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah, it just, moved on yeah, the, the building's changed, yeah, so it moved up about um, two miles up the road. And now we're going we're gonna to get into the, the yeah. real stuff now, and you got into the sports. Yeah. 1994? Yeah, around 1994, me, uh, when I met me, me missus, and around about 90, late 92, 93, um, her dad used to run Alan. He was a good runner, he could run like 235 for the marathon. So you're about 18 now, you've been playing yeah. football, so you're pretty fit. I was playing footy and stuff, yeah. I was never any good, you couldn't get an arty, was no, I was lucky to be a sub. So, um, but, so I was, but I used to love playing, yeah. If I, could pick a, if I could pick now, I'd rather have been a footballer. 
coming to run him. If I can yeah. pick it's funny that because when, when I think about Lidyard, you know, yeah, I know you, you're sick of me mentioning it. No, he's brilliant. He's, he's, he's the he was more into rugby. He was more into rugby. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny. It's funny and yeah, funny. yeah, he was really successful. Yeah. It's the nation of sports, isn't it? You know, yeah, Wales is football, isn't it? And yeah. Australia, yeah. Australia, New Zealand is, is rugby. So yeah, you know that area. So with the um, with playing football all the time, and you know, just I didn't realise when I got into running, I was um, I didn't realise I was any good. And I was just getting encouraged off people. So as we all know, don't we? There's, there's some great people in the sport who encourage you and stuff like that. And I didn't really believe them. I thought they were blagging me. You know, would they say, oh, you were good when you were younger, when you were playing footy? I knew it wasn't any good because if it was any good, I'd be in the team. But then when I was running, I was running with guys who were like, out of respect of other fellas and things like that. And I thought, well, that must be all right. So I got encouraged and I just kept it going. That's what happened, John. So. Yeah, so that was that was down at South Liverpool, wasn't it? South Liverpool, with, yeah. And then um, it was well, about ninety five. Then started to move over to down to the Harriers. Well, encouraged to go down to yeah, yeah. About ninety six. Um, I was well. I was when I was training with South Liverpool on the in the Ford's the Ford's car plant. It's like a perimeter road round, which is about three miles long. We used to train there on a Wednesday night and do like different types of efforts. Yeah. They had two groups down there. They had an A and a B group. And I started in the A and the B group. Some really good people there. Um, looked after me fellas like Chris Giblin and um, yeah Sharon's dad Alan Alan Watson he, um, they were great with me and I just kept on training after a couple of months I was in the front of that B group what happened to you South, know, South Liverpool as a club they're still going called Mosley LAC now oh, yeah, yeah, yeah and they're um, yeah, to something, is, to Alistair is sort of yeah Alistair's yeah, there yeah, there's yeah. fellas like yeah. Tony Metcalf there they're, they're all the same lads there they're, they're, they're proper runners proper yeah. club it's, it's brilliant so and uh, so that's where I started and then um, Keith Atten do you remember Keith Keith, I yeah, name, but, uh, Keith's yeah. no longer with us now. Bless him. He was um, he was a great runner, and he was good mates with um, Sharon's dad, Alan. And around about ninety six, going into ninety seven, he asked me if we were going down to the Aries, and that's where I went down to because the Aries is my local club from where I live now. Yeah, just on on um, by Nugent Park, it's only like a mile away. So it was it was easy. I just joined there. And I got a nine month ban. Yeah. A nine month band. It was nine months right, then, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah. it? Oh, just, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. just stopping. It's a recent thing where there isn't really bands anymore, isn't it? No, no. I know, no. I, know I got a band when I moved from Wigan to, to, to yeah. St. Helens yeah. sort of thing. So that was the. I think I only ended up with sort of a month band there, but it was. Uh, it's only gone down to a month now. So nine months, yeah. I couldn't compete, so I joined. And you could run as a non scorer, yeah. you know. And um, so, yeah, nine months when I was doing. And then um, my first proper race for the Alice was in the relays, and that was it. Great. There's just so many. South Liverpool was a great club. It was a road running club and cross yeah. country. You'd have no opportunity to go and run on the. Um, and you're alongside a world record holder, Benson oh, Masher. Oh. Is this this your yeah. first kind of yeah. going down mm. Liverpool Harriers? Approximately '96. Mm. You'd be 21 years of yeah. age, approximately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very young man. Yeah. And you're running shoulder to shoulder with a, a world record holder. Well, it was. Um, well, it was a. I was a fellow up this end named Ted Forshaw, a brilliant coach, very eccentric, brilliant. Um, he lived on Burrows Lane. So, do you know, or just over the other side of here? Yeah, yeah. Gillis Green, yeah. Gillis I know, Green, I know that's exactly right, yeah. where you mean. So, Ted, a um, friend of mine, Tony O'Brien, who went to my school, saying that. Tony, yeah. You know Tony, don't you? Tony um, needs to say hi to each other and stuff like that. I was like, stuck, I sort of, well, I want to get better. And then, just, I was driving past Tony's one night, just giving a little knock on the door. Oh, hello, Tony, come in, went in, had a chat with him. Stuff like that. I said, I need a little bit more help. I want to try and get better. And come on, started training with them. Ted was his coach. Mm. Benson was in the was um, was advised and coached off Ted. Benson was winning Great North runs. Yeah. 
Um, he, ran, and he, he was a world record holder. He, this he guy. broke the world record holder. Uh, for, for, he ran sixty oh two. He beat a other world class athlete named Moses Sanui in a sprint finish. You'll be yeah. able to see if you look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. I think he won Great North about four times, Benson. What an athlete, though. Just being. We were discussing you know, uh, Foreshaw, by the way. Ted, yeah. We, we think that. I, from if my memory is correct, Ted was, was St. Helens AC. Yeah. So at the time, in the early 90s, or well, uh, late 80s, sorry, you had St. Helens AC and Sutton Harriers. Yeah. And the two merged together. That's right. And then there yeah. was. But there was a, still a little bit of angst and, and yeah. fallout between them. Yeah. And they forced the change of the name. So. The Harriers bit got dropped and it became St. Helens Sutton yeah. AC. Yeah. And then not long after that, Ted left. And a, a lot of the St. Helens AC guys that had come over that had merged in left and went yeah. and went away from the club. Yeah. And it was left with pretty much the Sutton Harriers that were left there. Mm. But it was no longer the Sutton Harriers sort of thing. It was, you had it was some a, great runners. You had fellas like Steve Anders, yeah. um, the Jakes brothers. Um, oh God, they, they went on and on. He had some, some really good female runners as well. Yeah. He was a great coach, but Jerry Elm was one of us. He, Jerry ran 210. He ran, he was second in the London Marathon in 1983, I think. Fella name. Um, and he, and he, yeah. was the, he was. Mm. He's still, is he still the fastest Merseyside marathon runner? Or is Johnny now? Well, I th- I'm sure. Him? I'll have to, someone will have myself to come back. I'm sure Jerry ran 210. 10. Right, so, so he would be the fastest yeah, then. Johnny's, so. Johnny's yeah. still just missing out on, on that bit a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But a, a fantastic run from him in, in Seville oh. this year. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, well, yeah, you know, we we all know Johnny's been trying with the marathon for a few years now, and he's been he's been learning all the time. And with knowing Johnny personally, I speak to him quite often, and he said, "I know I've got the training right. I just need to get the um, the fluid intake right, um, maybe the diet a little bit better." He said, "But it's, I'll, I'll get it," and he did. So, when when you think of what makes a great coach, and I believe in your early days, maybe to this day, in fact, yeah. You were very inquisitive, asking That's questions. Right. Exactly like you, John Joe. Exactly like I you. I couldn't compare myself to you. <laughs> no, you're not sure, you're asked, don't you? Yeah, always. So you're asking always, lots of questions. Always questions. And you, you're still time. in your early 20s. Yeah. And you're around yeah. people who know what they're doing. And great great yeah. um, um, athletes, Tony O'Brien, Joey Parkinson, um, the agent, Zane Branson. All these, these people, I had them all around me. And really good road runners like Marty McLaughlin were really good at I know he's. Co- I know he's. Co- I know cousin of his, Danny. Yeah. Danny. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had all. You've got all these. We had all these brilliant runners around the city. Nathan Van der Salo, um, and I'd, I'd run with them and I'd just talk to them. What about this? What about that? And I'd ask. I'd go run them. You know, we go to races together, and you just and you just take little bits off them all. And I recall you saying really important. I think there's a nice idea that you you're open. To, you're always open to learning. Always. You, you, you never yeah. think to yourself yeah. you know it all. Never. Never, you can't be. You, you even know, though, even though with all your successes, you could well, well be like a lot of people. You know, they think they know it all. Stuck in your ways, and, yeah. and, and that's it. Mm. But you're open to. Well, if I look back when I was started, I, I'd see like great. You'd, you'd look at the. You'd obviously, I know we don't. We all know Jeff Smith very well. Jeff comes down the areas and he's brilliant. He talks to everyone. He said, "We talk about now, John. John, we see a warm up for our group now. Twenty five minutes. We'll have a fifteen minute jog." Then we'll go into 10 minutes of damn dynamic stuff, you know what I mean? And then we'll, um, we'll do some strides and stuff like that 25 minutes before we go. But there's, there's fellas who are running 28 minute 10Ks, they've done back in the day on 13 minute 5Ks, they've done 15 minutes, six strides, get in and race. That was it. So what I'm saying is is that you just keep, you just because I was the runner who'd done a few strides and warmed up a bit, then raced, it doesn't mean that I'd be telling everyone else things change and you've got to keep going with it. Yeah. Keep evolving. You're giving yourself the most opportunity yeah, to, yeah. to get the best result. Lots of strength and yeah. conditioning is massive now, isn't it? You yeah. know, and it, 
you know, back in the time, no one really bothered. We just wanted to run more miles, get us, um, you know, get us fit. We, did, we didn't think of the other things, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's it, that's, that's how, I suppose, your coaching philosophy evolved as you moved forward. Yeah. Because we come forward a couple of years now to 2003. Yeah. Um, and you started to help, uh, sort of advise with, with Dave Evans. Yeah. Um, yeah. A little bit and get involved in sort of, yeah. um, a couple of different uh, advising sessions and things yeah. like that. Within yeah. that, that coaching sort of, again, yeah. started to develop, obviously, We've mentioned Johnny Melody, he was under Dave. He was under Dave, yeah. Was, was a, yeah. I suppose there was a great group, actually. It was a great era for Liverpool, Harry. That, was that sort of era, wasn't it? Because you yeah. had Johnny, but then you also had yeah. the likes of John McCall, um, yeah. Richard Burney, who's still a, 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 still a great figure uh, there now. Um, yeah. But obviously you had the, the likes of Harry Harper and Craig Gunderson, mm-hmm. a big group of, of, of yeah. lads all around that same sort of age and a couple older and, and younger sort of things. It was great. I mean, coming back off the back end, well, Ted, gone, Ted was getting on a bit and he got ill and he had to uh, pack up. Um, I started training with um, a fellow named, who's a good friend of mine, Simon McCormick. Well, how old would Ted be at the time, just to oh, give you an idea? He was in his 70s then, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Early, early 70s, and um, yeah, he just couldn't get around as much then, but he was always there for advice and stuff. But um, he weren't able to get down because he was up here, and so we carried on training. Tony... Um, Simon McEvitt, I believe, was yeah. he was involved at that time. Simon, yeah, yeah, Tony moved up to Formby, so it was harder for Tony. He took another role in his job, if, if I remember rightly, so... So Tony was the, like the main advisor then, you know what I mean, within our group. Mm-hmm. And then it was just me, Simon, a fellow named Ian Ellington, Nathan Van der Salem, and David, Dave Evel. Uh, he was a great lad. He's, um, he had his young lad, Stephen, and um, Johnny Miller, young kid, and Phil McGlory. But Phil, actually, Johnny come a few years later. Um, and Dave just had them couple of runners, and he, well, he said, can he jump in just for a few sessions? And in the end, we just said, Dave, you know, take over the coaching role. He was like, go on then. So... David would be asking me what session would Tony be doing. I'd be we'd be looking because Dave's um, very knowledgeable man. He's yeah. um, he's well read. He's a great runner back in the day for the yeah. Arias, and Dave won big medals with in Harriers teams in the seventies. So it goes right back. He was asking you what coaching sessions Ted would be doing. Ted would be Ted, doing. Yeah. Tony O'Brien would be doing because Tony, Tony, so, Tony yeah. was a GB yeah. international. Then so you know so Dave again is an inquisitive coach and wants to learn more stuff. And he ended up with a really good. Yeah, Dave ended up building a really good group from the back of that. You know from Phil. His son Stephen, me joining, me being a nuisance. Come on, Joe, get in this session with Dave. It's good. We're building something here. Johnny come over. Johnny was with a coach named Lol Toby. He's a lovely fella. Lol, well, I've said everyone's a lovely fella, but everyone's. Um, we'll we'll yeah. get to the people you hate later on. No, I don't <laughs> Not no more. If I did hate them, I don't hate them now. Just, just Evertonians. Yeah. Only, uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, believe so you're, young, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're a young man. It's. Approximately 2008 now, and, and you're assisting Dave Evans, would you say? No, not really. Uh, yeah, I, I was wanting to still run then. You were still running? running. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, we'd share sessions and stuff like that, and Dave knows the stuff anyway, and, and you know, it's, it's just, I'd, um, bring, I'd sort of be the one who'd like, be bringing extra people to train, and look, I've got this runner here, what do you actually give him a go and go, go on. Yeah. So I'd be like an agent in the group yeah, type yeah. of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Learning your yeah. trade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I suppose it was, so then... Then obviously we go forward a bit further in 2008 and that's really where yeah. I suppose you really started to come into your own your own yeah. group sort of set up mm-hmm. then um, obviously starting off with um, quite a lot of, sort of uh, female athletes yeah which is probably primarily where you yeah well you I, sort of started out the group well pushed on to around about 2009 I was just like um, there'd be other groups and stuff like that and I'd just be helping people and suggesting and I'd always be doing that anyway suggesting before and I re- remember one day was um, I think where were we. We were in Newcastle or something with Nathan, and Nathan just said to me, look, listen, just start now. You're not really, I mean, you're running, me racing, to, racing then, I just couldn't be bothered running 100 miles a week anymore. Yeah. It was 
working a bit more and trying to get a few quid. I have a young son, um, first house and things like that. And I thought, you know what? I, so anyway, I just um, I started helping Nathan and a fellow named Bernie Murphy. Right. Bernie's a good, good lad. Bernie just said to me, look, I want it. I haven't broke 16 minutes for like 10 years or something. I went, okay. So I know when you're doing like mile reps and stuff, Ben, what are you doing? He went, um, God, I don't think I've run a mile any quicker than like 520. So well, there's your problem. Let's run three by a mile and just have five minutes recovery. Let's see how quick we can run them. And I think he ran them in about 510 each, 512. Mm-hmm. So we had an idea. So we just come back and I said, right, let's go and run some 800s as close to five minutes mile as possible. Then thousands and so on and so on. And I always, that was my first thing. And Bernie went and done a um, BMC 5000. Then I'm at a wedding in the Palm House in Sefton Park. Richie, Bernie and right. Neil and all them. I'm thinking, oh, come on, Bernie, I hope he's done it. I remember getting the message off Bernie Murphy. I broke 16. That was my first thing. Yeah. Brilliant. So Bernie um, just went and said, look, listen, if, um, you know, just going around basically telling people, you know, Tony's a decent coach, go and see him. And Nathan Wood, these are all respectable runners. And it just started. Uh, yeah. And um, from there, it was just I. And you became club captain. I did, you know, um, Ernie Gallagher, the legendary Liverpool Arias, um president, secretary, supremo, whatever you yeah. want to call him. He um, came over to me one night and said, um, next week, I've got a club meeting upstairs and um, we'd like you to go. I went, what for? You know, that's, you know, what do you want to speak to me for next? When he went, well, I'm not me- you're going to, you, you know, we've we've had a meeting with, we think that'd be a good idea if you come the um, club captain. Well, that would be road, cross country and track. That'd be on there. I went, really? I was like, oh my God. Oh, you're, about, you're about 33 years, um, years of age. I think I was maybe a bit younger than that. Yeah. No, no. I'm, I would have been about 20, late 20s then, John. Right, so yeah, late 20s. Yeah. I think, yeah. 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 Yeah, so I was made up, yeah. So um, I went, of course, I'll go, so went. What does club captain involve? Club captain is, is like, you know, the cross-country teams. Yeah. You're in charge selection. Well, you're involved in the selections, um, you know, process, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, and just, just being a captain, just keeping an eye out for other people, which I was already doing beforehand because of any spot of that. And um, it was all I was made up. I felt like I, I arrived, captain yeah. Liverpool areas. So, um, yeah, I did it for about three or four years on and off. And um, yeah, it was good. And then, mm-hmm. so yeah, so and I suppose then obviously you've got groups sort of started. You've got a lot yeah. of promising, um, obviously a lot of talent already established sort of mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And a lot of uh, runners coming into that group. So mm-hmm. talk us through some of those. You know, you've had some quite big names, some international sort of success and things yeah. like that. Um, talk us through some of those, those big moments in your in your coaching career from there. Really, wow. I suppose that covers that that next span of years. Well, really. one, one what what sticks out right away is Maria Barrett. Maria was. Um, Maria was into like triathlon and stuff like that. She's a vet and she was at university and she was she was really good. She competed for Great Britain as a triathlete and she was a good road runner. Maria, you could see because she'd run on the relay teams. No, I thought she could be uh, she could be a lot better. Like load, you can you can have an opinion, can't you, and think people can be better. But Maria was trained with Harold Benson, Harold's one of the one of the old boys at the Aries, brilliant yeah. legends. You you know Harold, John Joe. Oh Harris yeah, Harris. I really like. Yeah, he's he's a gentleman, 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 dude. Yeah, gentleman. Got a suit on. I mean, he's he's a swag yeah. character. Not a swag character. In, in, in the mystery series, he's, yeah, 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 he was he's, there on, uh, every every. Yeah. yeah, he was there. So Maria was coming down training with Harold sometimes, and me and Harold get on well. And the um, he both asked me would I, um, you know, could Maria come and join in the odd session? She did, and she got better and better. And after uh, training for about trained for about a year and a bit, and Maria ran sixteen twenty for five k on the road, which um, won Christensen. Christmas on 5k yeah. and then what happens is after that she's a 10k improved um, a road run and she's done really well she ends up running for the north um, and winning some pretty big road and races it's these as well. young 
young girls who were coming through. Yeah. Catherine Walker, Rebecca, Cap, yeah. Rebecca Douglas. Rebecca Donahue. They were Donahue, there. sorry. They were just turning um, 16 and they ran with a coach named George Breen, who lives in our street, George. And um, he just he just said, there's two young kids there. I think they'd be good on the roads and yeah. cross country. Do you want to have a, look, have a look at them? You had loads of like, you could see they were good and getting stuck in. And so I coached them. They ended up winning like county titles, which is brilliant. Both of them ran for the North. Yeah. So they stepped it up and that was, so it's all about, it's all referral. You do well with one athlete or two or whatever and they'll go and tell someone else. People notice and they want to, they want to see what it's all about and have a little try. So you can't improve everybody, but there's, um, if you listen and you work with a good group, you've got to have a good group of other runners around you and you can't do everything on your own. You'd have to, you have other people you trust, yeah. Matt and in, in your group, you say, keep an eye on them. And so you delegate a little bit of the responsibility, you know what I mean, with people with a bit of experience, you know, like, like some Maria who's there, Maria knows, look, if you're going to come and train with us, you have to turn up. You can't just tra- turn up every third Sunday for a Sunday run. Yeah. You know, you've got to buy into it and stuff. And Maria was really good with that. And that's where, where I started. And then after, um, with Maria, um, she was still at it. And she, Maria took over like a um, management role in her job. So, got, you know, she was very busy. And Rachel come along, Rachel Burns. And she was, um, Rachel was, she's a mum of two. Yeah. Your first England international. It was, she was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you talk about like the people that you meet. It's you know not necessarily about the success stories, but yeah, you know, you know it's if we, I could talk about you, you both, couldn't you? How you, you, we meet through the sports, yeah, and um, it's brilliant. And where you go and the ups and downs, athletes training really hard and then getting injured last minute. You know this, and you wouldn't meet these people only for the sport, no. only for the sport. No, I, always, I think, I think it's. Mm. I mean, that, I mean, I'd always used to say that, that athletics running is was one of those sports where it's such a, a level of, of people. Mm-hmm. You you can be, you know, the millionaire to, you know, the the guy, you know, no unemployed, no job at all sort exactly. of thing. But when you come down to the track and yeah. stuff like that, that yeah. guy who's unemployed might be the yeah, better yeah. runner than the millionaire. Exactly. And he's learning from him, which you wouldn't get in no. the other walk of life. But the that, that level, it, it makes that it's level of playing field. You go to play. You go to races like Great Manchester, or you could be stood next to Kennedy Sabakila or Gabby Salassi yeah. or Mo, whoever. You know, that's what's great about our sports, and we don't have to. Um, a race is a race, and you can compete against these people, can't you? And, and you've seen people get together, get married. Oh, yeah, that's, within that's a, the sport, and this kind of relationship would never yeah. happen, maybe without the. No, as you see, I've yeah. had people's um, people in my group, and they've, they've met each other. Yeah. Else and they have a date, they go to pictures, whatever they do, and then next month they've got up, bought a house, yeah. they've got kids. It's yeah. fantastic, and I think that's what's brilliant, isn't it? I suppose you know? a, a nice story as well is um, a certain athlete that obviously in the in the northwest will, will be well known is uh, uh, Desmond. Um, Desmond, yeah. Story of, of how you met him. Um, yeah, well, found, found him in a park. Yeah, he was. Uh, we were training on the mystery, mystery park one Saturday morning, and um, just a group of us doing a cross country session. Got the grass, um, got the combs out. We're doing an interval. I can't remember, but um, I just seen, um, I seen a fella just uh, nobody's with his mate. Two of them, they were on two um, mount like our mountain bike things. Like oh, I think guess me, you, you won't mind me saying this. He was on some little pink thing. What must have belonged to a twelve year old or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? Little girl, and um, so they're looking over, and I just said, um, you, you like? I'm, I'm doing. I'm trying to like. You know, show me you like yeah. running, you know, and uh, he's uh, with my arms, though, like as if I'm running, and he's going like, like he can't understand the word I'm saying. So I said, "Come over." So he was a bit like, 
shy. I say, yeah, and he went, yeah, 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 yeah. And I went, and I pointed over to the Adidas clubhouse because you could see where we were. I said, come there Tuesday, Tuesday, six o'clock, so I forgot all about it. So we go goes down the club about ten to six on the Tuesday then he just stood there. Yeah. And um, he couldn't speak a word of English, Gesmu. And um so we went out we went out and done a session over in um, Sefton Park, it was all over the place. I think he got lost. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, and um, we just built him up from there, trained him for about six, seven months. And um the spring ten K. Remember that race you had the spring ten K. So I entered it myself for him and phoned the race org, organizer Matt Davis. I said, Matt, I've got a runner here. Because it was it was sold out and he yeah. went, okay. Was, I said no one's on him, but um, I wouldn't. I'd love to get him in the race. He went okay, gives him a number. And um, Ian Lawton is a great old runner yeah. from Liverpool, Ian. And um, I knew Ian is going to run like thirty two minutes was, or something. Was, was it, Ian not a Liverpool Harry at the time? No, Ian. Ian runs. He was a Liverpool Harry. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He's Mersey yeah. Strike. Ian, I know he's now, but at yeah. the time was he? Yeah, he's he's been obviously. Ian was a really good kid when yeah. he, was, he, he trained race for the Adidas right the way through from when I don't know maybe from like say 14, 15 onwards. Yeah. So we still had it a lot, but he's um, he's he's Mersey try at the moment, yeah. But anyway, he's um, I knew he'd run about thirty two minutes, yeah. so the plan was I knew that Gesmu could easily run thirty three minutes. So I said, Gesmu, you sit on right, written it down a pad, sit on, <laughs> sit on him, yeah, 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 yeah. All he used to say was yeah, sit on him, so on the warm up, his shoulder, the AK man, you yeah. stay behind him to eight kilometres. When you see me and I put thumb up, then you go okay. And um, he's come, what's that? I said, just leg it. And he came. <laughs> and he, he won the race in about 32 40 or something like that. And yeah, that's where mm. it started. Yeah. But do you know what? You know, if I can touch on Gesmu, it doesn't matter about him winning races and stuff like that. I mean, uh, what matters with Gesmu? Gesmu joins our group. He can speak fluent English now. Yeah. He's got a full time job. He's got his own place. And he still runs and keeps fit. Now it's brilliant. I mean, you know, his, his last race. He competed for England because he'd been in the country for four years, yeah. and um, he got his 10k time as you know to 29.27, the 10k in the Great Manchester Run. He ran some really good times, Gesmu. But yeah, so was, so the first race he couldn't speak a word of English. You know what I mean? He learned the language, went to college, got a decent education. You know what I mean? Ended up running for England. It's a great story, yeah. you know. And this is a guy we bumped into in the park. Amazing, the, amazing story. The rest of the people, the, you know, every you know the people have come come and go in groups, don't they? Everyone was great in the club were amazing with him. Mike Doolan, Taff, you know, um, you know, just getting them on college courses and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So apart from like running fast times, which I don't really think is um, you know important. Bigger thing, yeah. And there's people and there's, he's met lots of new people and, and everyone loves Gesmu, he's a he's a top man. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Gesmu, if you're listening. Get down the areas, let's get back training again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He's the odds. Mm. I suppose one of the, the other talents then in, in the group, and um, I know he's still uh, training with you at the moment, because I know mm. he's, he's giving my, uh, my friend John Joe a hard time, because um, he's, he's leaving him behind in sessions, is, is David Devine. Big Dave, yeah. Um, yeah, he's a um, current European champion, 5,000 yeah. metres. Um, yeah, he's unlucky, weren't he, with um, the Olympics getting cancelled yeah. and stuff like that, so he was... He was red, but it doesn't he's, he's training well now, he's fine. He's um I was with him this morning, he knows his stuff. Yeah. He knows his stuff. Um, he's getting looked after a few athletics. he's on um podium funding. So all his treatments and stuff like that. Dave gets Dave, Dave gets some yeah, he's had a long time jib, he gets lots of jib with his Achilles in his calf. But he's fine, he's he's um we've just gotta look after him. John Joe and um keep him in one piece with the Olympics next year. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. European title eighteen months ago, Gomez. Yeah, yeah, that was in Berlin. Yeah, and he won the um, he won the silver in the fifteen hundred meters as well. Which, which uh, led to the funding that you mentioned. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he was. Um, yeah, yeah. When he won that title, that's that's um, he would he got back on funding after that. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, because obviously David competed at the, the uh, Paralympics back in twenty twelve yeah, in London. He did, yeah, well. yeah. He won yeah, a medal there as well. Bronze, bronze, yeah. bronze, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done well there, but then after after what what happens is after London he was injured, Dave. For um, I didn't coach him then. Dave was with a fellow named Brian Scobie and Dave Evo used to look after him as well. So it was like a like a um, you know combined you know the, these uh, Brian and Dave with uh, I think he done like shorter speed work with them um, Brian with Dave. It was like a shared coaching yeah. thing, and then Dave was um, Dave Divine was he got injured for like four years then and he wasn't running much. No one had seen, but my brother. My brother Joseph, who's a window cleaner, right. he's um, on the same estate where Dave lives. I, I was always quizzing me, going, "Have you seen Dave? Is he getting out running?" And no, he's not. I, I, and my brother come back and said, "Tony hasn't been running for it." So tell me, should this that? So I goes and sees my brother and I ask me, "Well, is he in?" So Dave is in. So I give a little <laughs> on the door. Hello, yeah. Dave. What's going on? <laughs> got chatting and convinced him to come down to the club, and that's where we Dave got running easy. So come, just come down, have a jog, and get some fresh air, and you know. And he, he wasn't convinced at first, then got him to come down, he hasn't looked back since, so yeah. he loves it. So it's more than, again, I keep on going, we're talking about people winning races and running fast times, which we love, but, you know, it's, we run for well-being, don't we, and lots yeah, of other yeah. things. That's it. Well, that's it, well, I mean, so obviously, we've, we've, I suppose there's, there's one last bit of your, I suppose, coaching career up to, up to obviously the, the continuous future that you are now yeah. with the group and things yeah. like that but obviously the, the, the one last bit and then maybe we'll get into a bit of discussion on, yeah. on some little topics and, yeah, and maybe yeah. push push uh, see what we can get out we'll of talk about your sort of successes stuff, on but, but, um, <laughs> John Joe's um, guitar playing let's talk about <laughs> that no we won't talk about that but, um, <laughs> obviously you're involved with uh, Andy Grant again yeah. I suppose on this on the uh, on the, the para sort of side of things and stuff like that again yeah. uh, with the, the Paragon project Paragon yeah. Like, yeah. yeah so can you tell us a little bit a little bit about that and, and well that's going back about five years ago um, it was only um, last week it was four years that well I right. about Andy ran and um, way between that night I um, I was uh, where did it come from oh Rachel Rachel Burns messaged me and said look Tony there's a because I don't go on Facebook I'm not yeah. interested in it can't be bothered um, messaged me and said Tony's a fella got in touch with me named Andy Grant he's because uh, Rachel wasn't she was in the Navy, Rachel. Yeah. So, her and Andy, I don't know what, um, for whatever, Rachel was making a name for herself as a runner and doing really well. And Andy got in touch with me and said, look, I'm trying to break a world record for 10K. Because Andy has, um, he's, 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 he's got, he, his legs amputated from below the knee, so he yeah. wears a blade. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, there's a, there's, apparently there was a world record from some Canadian fella, um, like a late 37, like just under 38 minutes. And I went, oh yeah, okay. So, and, um, and what does he want to do? And he wants it because he wants to try and break it or something. And what's, what's he ran now? And she went, oh, I don't know. You'd have to. I said, give him my number. So Andy just rang me. So we're having a chat and then we end up meeting and then getting to know his running background. I think he ran about something. I think he'd already ran about 44, 45 minutes before. 44 minutes. And I said, and I said okay, just come down and give him a couple of sessions and that. And I wanted to see if he'd turn up. And he was keen. Yeah. So I was trained and trained. I said, look, you need to just jump in some road races and stuff and get a feel for racing and stuff. And he didn't. He got. We got. We got him down. I got him. Got him down to something like forty minutes or something like that. And I thought something like ten k. Yeah. He thought now he's ready to train now. So it stripped us ten k down, John, and then 
started giving him some like specific workouts, you know what I mean? So all the workouts were designed for him was around six minute mile pace. Yeah. So like like around about the low thirty seven. So got him into them, started doing some shorter stuff like five K paced um sessions, then um fast forward a little bit and put him in Christleton. Right, okay. And he ran um, about eighteen forty. Yeah. So he was on his way, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And um, while all this is happening, there's, there's a camera crew following us, right. which is Matt Owen, who works for Liverpool Football Club, um, their television um, programme. Uh, he's a producer there, and so he was just getting different bits, you know, and um, and he was like, obviously, um, I've helped out um, Ronnie O'Sullivan with some yeah. training stuff over the years, and we're quite close, and um, I was telling Ronnie about it. Ronnie yeah. said, oh, I want to get involved. So I put him in touch with Matt Owen. Andy and Matt then jumped on a train, goes to London, goes and meets Ronnie. And um, Ronnie was pretty like keen on just getting it out of the way quick, yeah, going yeah, out, yeah. getting. But but Ronnie was ended up with them for like three or four hours, gabbing away and yeah. made up. And so he got involved, and um, yeah, and Matt just put all these little bits together, and then he, Matty come up with this um, with this um, documentary called Paragon, which was going around all like different gyms and things like that around. Yeah. You know, seeing people who've got like similar injuries to yeah, Andy yeah, from yeah. Afghanistan, because um, let me think, let me think. Yeah, and it, and and he got all this content, Matt, yeah. and put it all together. And I never had a clue which way it was going to yeah, be. I never yeah, had yeah. any idea. And um, yeah, so Andy was getting better. So I set a date. Spoke to Taff Williams at the club and Mike Jewel, and, and we got the date set. We had to have officials there, and we just said to all the kids at the club, look, stay behind, come onto the track, the first couple of lanes, yeah. on the outside, created this atmosphere, and then the group where I was looking after them, which was Rachel, yeah. people like Alan Ashton, um, James Muscat, yeah, just a few others, they're just pacemaking, yeah. six minute mile, 90 seconds a lap, yeah. go, go, kept, Andy kept the inside lane all the way, and um, he ended up breaking the world record, so anyway, from that, all that content, and um, he put it all together and he just said to me, it's done, I've got it ready. I was like, what's it like? You haven't made me look like Mick and Rocky or something, have you? Don't, because I'll never, I'll, never, I'll never live this down. So the first place I went to see it, because it, it went on, it was on for two nights at the right. Aldean, was the Aldean, so I've gone with me missus, I'm sat there. I'm thinking, oh my God, everyone's, there's some 200 people in here, you know what I mean? And it was all right. But try listening, it's like this, when we listen back on this, you don't like to hear your own bleeding voice, oh, do you? Yeah, no, no. Do you know what I mean? So I have the odd job of editing these together, so I have to, I have to listen to my voice back. So he's done really well, Andy, and from that, he's um, he, he always likes, Andy likes to help other people, and he loves motivational speaking and stuff like that, and then from that, he's, 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 he's doing really well. I mean, before the um, World Cup, Andy went to, um, he's done a team talk with the England, with the yeah. World Cup squad, things like that, you know, he's, yeah. he's done some um, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, the back and, and, so and his life's changed. Yeah, and, and from there, obviously, you, you mentioned... Uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan in there, oh, yeah. and, and obviously uh, sort of the link to uh, to Matt with the with Liverpool football club yeah. and just ties from there because yeah. you've, you've worked a little bit with some of the footballers there on some of the yeah the, yeah the worked, training and things. Yeah, and, and worked with some young players when they were at it. But the guy who was at the club at the time was a fellow named Frank McParland, who's a mate of mine. He's um, he was the academy director at Liverpool then, so I worked with some of the young lads then who've gone on. To become really good players, Connor Coldy's the captain of Wolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. St. Ellen's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. not, not far from here. Yeah. Be, uh, beat me for uh, St. Ellen's Sports Person of the Year. Me and the uh, Saints rugby coach. And, uh, oh, brilliant. Yeah, Connor won. <laughs> yeah, Connor, um, recently Phil Folden. Phil, um, young lad at Man City, 
Jim, he's a class player, he's gonna be great. So Phil. And you're working on the biomechanics. Biomechanics with football, yeah. Um which I'll is be, for the people listening. How they basically how they using how they're moving, how yeah. they're using their arms, um, how the feet are landing on the floor, things like that. Um just if biomechanics different movements, you know, just are they land, landing on the heels? And you're getting as much power out of each stride, all these type of things, you know. And that, and they can improve. Those small, they can small make things. such a difference yeah, yeah. In, a, in a 90 minute. It's a classic one. You, you, you know, you, you learn someone going, oh, just, he's a great player. Um, but, you know, if you have that little first yard and you think, I'm looking at him thinking, okay, for a start, he's running like he's got a pair of handcuffs on. He's not using mm-hmm. his arms. He's running, on, he's running on his heels. So he's breaking all the time. So let's try and get him some more midfoot, forefoot, you know, and use his arms a little bit more correctly to encourage his strides. And let's, let's see what he's like then. You know, instead of like saying, Okay, right. You've just got to do like speed work. Let's try and get you fast. Well, for a start, they're not, they're not running correctly. You know, it's like jumping in a car and the tracking's out. You know, fix yeah. the tracking first, and then. <laughs> now, for me, for me, it's your man management. Yeah. That puts you ahead of the rest. So you're going in there, like for example, you've mentioned knocking on David Devine's door yeah. know, and speaking with him yeah. directly. Yeah. And maybe I don't know if you hadn't done that, maybe you wouldn't be running right now. But it's mm. it's. And, and the messages that you send me in relation to coaching, the voice memos, oh, they are something else. The eight minute ones. They are something else. And uh, I, I now also utilize that because of yourself. I communicate in, in the voice memo. <laughs> and some people don't respond to me. <laughs> you say all the guys that run with us on a Sunday now know where it comes from now. So we're talking about what's out of it. It's a great It's much more personal, yeah. um, direct. And for me, it really works. You know, if you've got someone enthusiastically delivering the message in his the voice, you know, instead yeah. of send a little snippets of information on messages which can be kind of like taken in different meanings. Yeah. Very direct. Yeah. Gives you that on a weekly basis. And it's quicker as well to, to do that. Yeah. For me as well, you know, because I'm rubbing. Um, but what what the question is, this what do you think what do you think makes a, gr- a great coach? Because for me that's that's your your speciality. Well, but what do you what would you say, you know, when well, you look around when you when you look around and you say, you know what Well I, well I, one thing I'll First thing I, I always do, like, if I take a new athlete, I look at what they've already got. You still have, if, you, if you've got something, you're still working on it, and, and then you've got to add what they haven't got. So in other words, it's to keep it, mate, to simplify it a little bit more, it's okay, you get to know them a little bit. What are you doing on a Sunday? Oh, I'm running about 40 minutes. Well, okay, should we try and run an hour? So we clearly, the Sunday run isn't long enough. In your case, right away, you're running 20 miles every Sunday, so I said, look, going into some lockdown, maybe the 20 miles is not a good idea. Let's decrease... The, um, the possibility of injury, you know what I mean? Because you're running intervals a little bit more often through the week, so you're trying to manage it a little bit. It's, so ma- it's yeah. making more and more sense for me. And yeah. I'm, I'm put, putting the ingredients together, as you yeah. say, and you use these analogies, which I really like as well, you know, yeah. the analogies. That so they all come differently. It's just um, you, you've got to study them, get to know them, take time to get to know them, see the back the backgrounds, and you watch, you know, and the, the, the voice notes really, isn't it, like a bit of an extended bit of information off the back end of a session that evening you know with me because if you've got 10 athletes there Matty will tell you as well that as a coach you can't go and have Matt so I can't go and have five or six minutes with them talking it's usually quick yeah, quick yeah, bites yeah. in it and then you're somewhere else okay you're ready three two one let's go you know it's so it's all little short bits isn't it when, when you're coaching I'm coaching a session for an hour and a half John I can probably only have a couple of minutes with you here and there can't I so 
you know, I can tell, in, in your case, your arms, we're talking about your forearms, your forearms will drop. So yeah. get your arm up to like a 90 degree angle, you know what I mean? Mm. That type of thing, and then you're putting it in place in them. We're, we're talking, I might say, look, listen, you were holding your shoulders a little bit higher. And then we can talk about it in person again. It's just WhatsApp's great, isn't it? For that type of thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. With all these things, they can be utilised in a positive way, but yeah. also in a mm. negative sort of wasteful yeah. way, I think, you know, as well. Just like you, you know, you've stepped away, you don't, you've never been involved in Facebook, or you No. Never. No. Um, and I can see the huge negatives of that, and mm. I've, I've stepped away from that recently, yeah. so. So, uh, well, I suppose linking both into, into both those last sort of two points there, um, obviously we're in, we've been in lockdown now for oh, yeah. probably coming up months-wise, months. uh, four months or so. Um, how the... the, the How's the training been? Obviously, utilising voice memos to be able to interact yeah. with your athletes in those points where you couldn't meet up with them and things. Now, obviously, rules are yeah. um, sort of you know uh, coming down a little bit, and we can get together in groups and stuff and train again. And fingers crossed, the, the tracks are coming back in the next month or so. Um, so yeah, how how's that been? And obviously, I suppose touching on that that Facebook a little bit, that that virtual racing world as oh, well. A little bit. Obviously, we've discussed that in a previous yeah. episode and. And things like that, but I suppose as a as a coach and, and coaching athletes, you know, what's your thoughts on on that? And you know, how's the coaching been for you in the in the group since since lockdown and things? Well, when 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 it was when it first started coming on us, we were sort of was people still carrying on training, weren't they? Just for about a week or two, and then we realised it wasn't wasn't possible. Um, we've got a WhatsApp group, haven't we, mate? And, yeah. Um, we communicate on that, and um, every Sunday they will go and get a week's training, and then they can speak to me privately. And they can put stuff on, you know, which which is open yeah. as well. So we got we started getting into that for a bit. So people were happy getting full weeks training because I, I don't I didn't always believe in telling people what they'd be doing for the full week. Although I know what's going to be happening for the next three months, you know, roughly there and thereabouts. And um, because you know, I think these days people they, they just love the information, they love everything. Yeah. I mean, coming back to Ted Forshaw and going back into the day, if you said to him on a Tuesday night. Oh, sorry, if you phoned him at like four o'clock on a Tuesday before you get into the track at six, hey boss, what's the session tonight? I'm not going to tell you what he said on there. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I think he said once it's none of my business. Yeah. So That's interesting, isn't it, yeah. that, that how things have slightly changed. The oh, mentality. Yeah. Would you say that there's well, changed? Well, yeah, it's a change. I mean, you're going yeah. back to like, if you go back to John Bradshaw, great Pembroke coach, Ted Forshaw, great Harriers coach, um, all these great coaches at different clubs, the top athletes, I've asked them, Do you, did you know what you were doing on a Tuesday or a Thursday? No, you just turned up and did what you were told. Now, I understand that this day and age now, you know, the way people are educated and they, they go, they know um, people, not that they're better, they're better educated, mm-hmm. they just need to know, you know, mm-hmm. and they feel better about boats. There's athletes who dwell on it, you know, yeah. and, oh God, we've got that session. So it can be yeah. a negative as well, Anal- can, yeah. analysis paralysis. Yeah, yeah, they can. So, uh, so, but obviously come back to the, to the lockdown and that, and you, uh, people are training on their own and, you know everything's been tipped upside down hasn't yeah, it I think yeah. you know they're going to need to know the full week's training so you know and I'm, I'm being serious I do know what's pretty much is going on within yeah. the next three months of a training cycle you know what we're doing um, give and take you know yeah. maybe some bad weather maybe very, it's an off-road session and the the it's an absolute quagmire it's actually safer to train on the roads yeah. you know so the likes of so we, we cope yeah um, that's what we've been doing and we were We've been training really well. We were hoping that the relays were going to be on, but they've just yeah, been cancelled as well. Yeah. So it's tricky, Matt. Um, there's certain sessions which you just can't do. It triggers like, um, it triggers like a peak. You know what I mean? So yeah. you want to keep the long run going. Keep that. Keep the sessions. Not you know, 
top player. I don't want to be running 10k yeah. sessions every you know six miles worth of effort, yeah, yeah. twice a week type of thing. So the quality is still there, but it's not too high, you know. Yeah, and I, 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 I too soon. I saw today that the um, the BMC have announced they're going to do uh, races now. They've got a full calendar of races yeah. through. Yeah. Um, and they've, they've included the 1500s in there because the new guidelines say you're allowed to run. Um, you're, you can race in a, in a race scenario. You don't have to be in, in separate lanes anymore. Oh, good. Um, but yeah. it's, you're only up to 15 minutes. Yeah. So there will only be up to a sort of more or less an elite level men's 5,000. There won't be any women's 5,000 races at all. Shame, which I saw, yeah. I did see a, on the BMC, but I saw Jess Judd actually come on and say that that was, mm. you know, out of line really. But obviously yeah. they're, they're, they're dealing with the guidelines that they've yeah. been told from not, only uh, UK athletics, but obviously the, the, the government higher up outside the sport well, sort of thing yeah. that said 15 minutes. I mean, I suppose the, the guideline is like 15 minutes, you, you're not going to contact COVID if you were within well, someone 15 minutes any longer than you are. That but ridiculous, yeah, isn't it? You know, um, but that's the reasoning that the, yeah. the why, why that is. Mm. Uh, but obviously, you know, looking at that, it's, it's a very small number of British men that yeah. are running under 15 that you would know. be in. In a in a five thousand race, we're just, just having well, so. have we? You know, we're, we're equal. You know, yeah. what's what's the problem? It's like you know, you know, you, you see like um, you know, I know most of I know you know you know like tough you know really good runners Sarah Jarvis, Rachel Burns, um, Alex O'Brien, all these you know really good Jenny Clay. I'll go on and on. They when they were even when they were like the Merseyside Cross, they said why can't we run twelve k as well? Yeah, they want to do it. Yeah. Anyway, that's another yeah. story. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, these are them girls who have just mentioned. They're strong women, yeah. really strong. You know, and you know, it'd yeah. be good to come on and talk actually yeah, yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, I always have a you know, she, my 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 past is, is my mum's sort of running history and stuff like that. Yeah. And she was she, she was competed a, yeah. in the first uh, women's ten thousand meters at a, at a world championships. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was the first time women could do that distance there so yeah. you know obviously had that uh, you've, you've had a strong the, yeah. women sort of yeah, environment I think it's, sort of I think it's great it's, um, it's, um, so it is it is yeah I, I, and I suppose again this week we had um, run Cheshire and trying to put on a, a marathon in November yeah. uh, elite only marathon mm. but again to keep the numbers down it's a 240 cut off point yeah. which only 20 women in the UK it's ran last year so it's that sort of yeah it is a very you know we're, we're, the world is trying to move towards a more diverse mm. sort of thing. See, we're three blokes sat in a, in a, in a room doing this podcast but yeah. to, uh, to talk about sort of what what the women are dealing with on, on this side. But mm. obviously, they there is still that in this in, in athletics that sort of um, you know discriminate well, discrimination, well, uh, unbal- you know inequality. In, in you think that we've moved on from the, the yeah. you know from the you know with these? It's just, it's just, I, do you know what? If if that was the, no one coming back to the five thousand meters, okay, we're gonna have a point cut off point. You know what? Just don't have the race. Yeah. Don't have it until the women can do well, it. That, I, I thought that when I read yeah. it. I thought you know well yeah, just, just don't put just yeah. let's wait. It's that. I mean, come on, is it gonna well, be that much longer? Just do three thousands because two three k. There's yeah. no championships this year. This year, so yeah. why not put just the cut just off at the three k yeah. and just yeah. let just people have three k and over. Yeah. It's um. God, it winds you up, doesn't it? Yeah. I said we're trying to uh, wind you up by the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> even, you know, at least there's some, you know, there's some other, I mean, that's another subject in it, which is an important one, but there's, there's some, there's changes coming, so we are getting yeah. back to it, aren't we? Yeah. Which is good as well. Yeah. So. And I suppose that, and yeah, so obviously those changes bring us back to sort of real athletics and, and yeah. as we know it, coming away from that virtual racing world, and obviously, 
I know as a coach, there was a England athletic again brought something out. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it, <laughs> with a virtual coaching sort Same of thing. Yeah. Um, so what's your what's your thoughts on that? I, mean, yeah. I, I I know my my opinion on it being I'm always a clubman. Yeah. And I've always I've been asked by people, um, you know, obviously with the with the running shop, you know, why don't I do some coaching, charge for some coaching stuff, yeah. and some advice, write some schedules out for yeah. them and things like that. I mean, for me personally, I don't think until I've done a marathon, I don't feel like I've done. Yeah. Enough to be able to. A lot of people want marathon coaching. Oh, I, yeah. I don't think I can coach a marathon until I've raced one at least. Yeah, yeah. Have it officially there. But at the same time, I'm I'm, I'm a clubman, so I've been yeah. through that system where the coaches are volunteers and, and they're not paid. And uh, you know, if I'm going to be a coach at any point, yeah, that's that's the well, way it, it just seems so. it, it just seems to be going that way, doesn't it? I mean, there's other there's other sports out there, isn't there? And but you know, it's pretty much everything else they're paid, aren't they? Yeah. You know, it's never been my motivation. Yeah. And what I just. Well, even, sports, I suppose you know. even amateur football, the, the, no. the, the smaller clubs, the kids and stuff like that, yeah. the coaches there are, are in paid roles, but yeah. athletics is still yeah. that amateur. And I suppose even when you when you go up to the elite level of athletics, you've got um, it's, is it Article Fifty stops yeah. the the athletes from their own sponsorship when the Olympic oh. Games are on and things like that. And there's there's all that. And yeah. obviously we've had um, I think this this week the the actual official athletics association, which is Christian Taylor. Um, so Olympic uh, champion Christian Taylor is two, three-time Olympic champion. Yeah. Um, I set up that with a, a load of athletes from all over the world to sort of be a. a I don't know whether they've been. I want to be a rival body to World Athletics, yeah. uh, former IAAF for, for anyone listening. Um, that sort of to try and put more power in the hands of the athletes rather than it's got to be a good thing, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, like another voice. Yeah. Yeah. So we we have one at Liverpool. It's called the Spirit of Shankly, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Let's get back to running. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's got that's that has got to be good, and yeah. it's um, and it's actually good for governing bodies. Have you know if you can sort of work together and listen a bit more, you know, and yeah, yeah, because there has been a lot of rules, um, that sort of coming down with it. Northern Athletics obviously pulled away, mm. went on their own, stood on their own two feet. Obviously started to, to ask the clubs would they would they back them and, and pay yeah. the, the membership fee to, to Northern yeah. Athletics and um, to get some sort of back control as they're the yeah. one providing the, the competition yeah. for mm. for the clubs in, in, in the region yeah um, you got like regional secretaries involved in Northern Athletics and they've got, they've got Taff Williams yeah you know you've got you've got guys from um, Pembroke who were you know Robbie Woods yeah. fellas like that these are all people who've run their own clubs locally and it's yeah. got to be a good thing on it so yeah yeah and I've been always been good with the um, especially athletes I've been involved with run for the North and all that they're always very looked after and they've got had opportunities to race cross country and road over in Holland and all that, and it's good. Yeah, fellas like man, you've got people like Mike Baxter involved. Yeah, that leads. Um, mm. What are your am- ambitions for the, the future within the sport? You, do you look ahead? Do you think about you know, and and the current crop? I want to mention some of the some of the I mean, I, I, knew, I knew about Faye before I even joined. I, I mean, yeah. I'd gone, you know, we talk about park, we've not even mentioned the park run. No, no, we'll get on but, um, And I, by the way, I'm neither in favour or, or against it, really, but I just think about it recently doing these podcasts. But well, I, went to, I went to one particular part, and, and uh, this, this elder guy who was with me kept going on about Faye. You know, this was a few years ago, oh, yeah. know, um, a couple of years ago, I think, yeah. And um, you want to talk about the current crop and, and the, your own ambition, protect going into the future and where you see yourself in, in the game? Um, well, you've got Faye away. Yeah, Faye's a young kid from um, 
from um, Yours Avenue by Costa Parkway, not far from Dave, Dave um, Devines. She's um, she's only sixteen. She's really good. She's got everything needed to be a good athlete, but you know she's only young, and um, but she's in a good group, good people around her. Yourself, John. Um, you got Jeanette there, Pete Brain. Help me out up there. So it's it's a good setup. You've got some some other good um, senior athletes. Tom Rogerson now. Um, he's there. So it's not just me. I, I set the sessions and I give the advice and that. But I have some good people around me too. Tom's been a really good junior as well. Come right the way through. Tom's been running since he was like eight. So Faye's training with some good people around them. You know what I mean? Okay, she might have a decent coach, but she's got some really cracking runners who ran through junior level and you know. And so you've got the Ryan Wiston doing the Ryan, yeah. circuits. Um. Ryan's a good lad. He's been, Ryan that was actually in the same class as my son in school. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Didn't so know that, um, yeah. Ryan come along by, my son used to come and come home and, Dad, you should have this lad in your group. He's oh, a yeah. machine. Ryan Wiston <laughs> going home. Oh, just tell him to come down, mate, to my son. And, long, and then George, you know, George, he comes down. George, I saw George today. Yeah, actually, he's, he's, he's yeah, a top yeah. man. And he, George, yeah. um, George knew Ryan as well. I said, George, get him down. My son, you always keep on telling me he's good. So George brought him down. And he ran in, he's, he's ran like sub nine minutes. And now, know, this is a good question. You, you look at the mm. quality of these yeah. young girls and boys coming through, um, but you look back in relation to the past and some of these amazing talents, and they drop out of the sport. Oh, yeah. Have you got any ideas how you can keep hold of those kind of athletes? Do you know what? Or is it, do you need, a bit, of, do you need yeah. a bit of luck? Or what, well, what's the, it, it's life in general, isn't it? You mm. know what I mean? There's avenues to go down, isn't he? And the, you know, the. Just by any stretch of the mind, I'm not saying the negative. But you could be like a really good junior athlete. You'd either go to university or you go and get a job, and you you know, obviously you you know you've got more responsibility, and you know you get some really good young athletes. They go away, they go to uni, wherever Leeds, London, anywhere, and then they they've got responsibility and they find it hard to sort of balance the two. Yeah, so they, they, they run or or they're not able to train as frequently all and then they. Do, do, do you think sometimes they don't realise what they've got as well? You know, they're, they're, yeah. they're, they, they, they've only got this maybe short span to make the very best. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We only ever know that though, John, isn't it? But at a later date, don't yeah. we? Yeah. You know, what if I don't know what if I did that? Well, yeah. I, I'm, I'm one of them. I yeah. know I went away to, to Leeds and, and, and stopped and packed in. There's five yeah. years where I, where I packed in, basically. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, at 25, decided to come, come back to, come to come it. What happened? You, you, you know, you're good runner, you go away, you know, there's other things, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's just other avenues you can go down, and it's it's like anything. It's it's um, keeping up. I mean, another thing can be it, it can't just be like listen, going to university or getting a job. People can just get injured, and if you got a, a kid like Faye, who's a really talented athlete, and could be good. You've got to look after her. You've got to. Um, How do you look after a young athlete? Well, we we we, we have to make sure it's fun. You know, and if they're still, the sessions are clearly hard work. Everyone knows when you come, you come into That's a really good point because to, today, yeah. yesterday actually, I saw a parent, you know, with a mm. young kid. Oh, mm. he's so small, playing a bit of football. He's yeah. having a go at him, saying, why didn't you do that? You know, and I'm thinking, yeah. this guy's not got a clue. You don't, you know, no. such a young kid. You're not going to criticise or why, you're not, no. you're not paying attention today, are you? Know, that's how we, yeah, negative, yeah. negative. Yeah. I'm thinking, no, that's not going to work. There's a way of doing it, isn't it? You know, it's, yeah. it's obviously... And these, these, these kind of... Yeah. characters they're sort of passing on what maybe they didn't achieve they want want their sons to, to be the next yeah. big because they never did it themselves yeah. and they're going about it in the wrong kind of fashion yeah well in the end the uh, the athlete ends up just 
Well, you say make it, fu- make, it, yeah. make it fun, that's it. Yeah, I, I think that's it. I always say you, you, you've got to enjoy it. If you're not enjoying it, mm. stop. Yeah. Don't do it. I, I say it to Jade all the time when, yeah. when she's, sort of, she's, she's feeling really tired and drained and she's saying, I'm, oh, I'm not enjoying it, I'm not enjoying it anymore. And I say, well, just stop it. There's no, you know, when she's like, well, because I, I want to achieve this for, for, for you. You, you, want me, you think I can do oh. this? And I'm like, no, it's not me. It's, it's, it's all about it's you. You, you, yeah. you don't yeah. enjoy it. Don't it, do it at all. Or, 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 or maybe change something, or you know, not just yeah, stop. Maybe change. change yeah. or, or also, you, you are going to have to work hard as well. It's not going to all, yeah. all be rose yeah. in the garden, is it? So no, you, no. You're going to get sort of. Well, you, you, you know, the best compliments a, a, a coach can have in, in a group is that they clearly, you, you know, you know, you've got warehouse through the week. If they turn back up again, they, you know, they, that's they, a good sign. It's a good sign. They've come back again. It's clearly it's on a really tough session on Tuesday. Like a longer type of session, we're on, say for instance, the grass on a Thursday, we're doing a fart lift, but um, the pace is a bit chilled out a bit, you know, they're back again for it, so you've, you have to have a, f- and we, uh, you've got to have good ambience in the group, you've got to have people who, you know, come, fit in, get on with people, you know, mm. and they look forward to coming. It's like when... What happens when someone turns up, let's say, who doesn't doesn't quite fit in it, is it? An angry kind of person. You've got it, yeah. This How do you like deal that. with that? You've had that before? Lots of times, and mm. you, you, you speak with, you know, you, you, you Obviously, you have to have private conversation. Look, yeah, this yeah. is a group. You know, yeah. if you want to come and train, you have to get on with other people. You have to try and get. I don't expect everyone to get on, but look, for two hours on, on a Tuesday night, you have to. If you don't, you have to go. That's end of. Mm. Got to go somewhere. Have you ever else. had to, to sort of eject anybody from? Uh, not quite. Yeah, I won't mention that. That's our no, you don't have to mention names. That's our private yeah, conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's a way of speaking. You can't have threat. Look, do not turn up here ever again. You're not training with me no more. But what you, you've you've got to say, look, listen, you know. These are your training. You mightn't get on with them. You, they mightn't get on with you. Whatever you know, but you, you either put up with it or go elsewhere because we can't have bad feeling. You know, yeah. and yeah. it's um, and listen, people come. Sometimes you get the wrong impression because some people come and they're very quiet, and don't speak. Mm-hmm. The way they are, you get to know them, they're not bad. And, yeah. Just you know, give people a chance. Give them a chance, yeah. Yeah. So it's um, it's for coaching the future. I've got no plans at all. Just keep teaching. Yeah. Keep um, if 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 athletes come and they're keen and they want to learn, it's brilliant. That's it. What about your, your your own fitness? Oh yeah, you do a bit of circuit training oh. with Jamie Carragher, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go to I go to the Rotunda Boxing Club on a Tuesday and Thursday, but obviously the Rotundas had to um, close. It's a council gym. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. it's had to close due to the you know with the lockdown and whatnot. But we've been going to Sefton Park and just training in the park. Oh, so yeah, it's just. Yeah, yeah. Another good one, I mean, parks now, you go to parks, or your local one, which is Sefton Park or Nugent, whatever, and a chocolate, you've got people doing circuits, lots of people out running. And great so to see. Any, great it's to great see. to see, so there's anything from this. And that's that's, that's where I'd like to bring in the part, because yeah. when you when you look around as a coach, you're looking yeah. for new people to maybe bring into the group, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, Platforms, I mean. Yeah. Uh, and and I just thought, I, I thought, you know, a football scout would go yeah. down and he'd have to go to a match. He mm. might be wasting his time. Um, not ready yet, maybe the, pe- the this particular man. Then he's going to have to go to it next Sunday, wait till next Sunday. But in a park run, you've got like 300 athletes, maybe all turn up in the same location. Yeah. You know, so, you, you know, utilize that. Well, yeah. there's so many there's so many positives of park run, isn't there? Yeah. It's, it's a no nonsense race. You turn up, it's free. If I go to, so if I went to a road race, say for instance, in the, in the Northwest, I know we, we all know most of the people. I, as, I, 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 I go to park run, I don't know anyone. Yeah. So they're all new runners. You know what I mean? Coming through, I think, and I think it's, I think it's a great opportunity for clubs to embrace it, right? And because for a start, I don't think people race enough. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, look, you will get people who are, you know, there the is ones who we know, like, they race every week, and that's... But there's people, who, there's people who don't race enough. Not and anymore, not anymore. Well, could, I mean, obviously, you know, you've got a bit of experience for a runner, you've been running for a few years or whatever, you know, and you can go and you can have a decent, like, solid training week, and you go and run a park on the weekends. Yeah. Or you can go and have, like, an hard Tuesday session, some easy days leading up to Saturday, do a park run if you're experienced, you might do a session afterwards. Yeah. But I think it's the very laid back, the good, it's good mixed competition because say you've got like young junior athletes, them young junior athletes are usually only competing against their own age group. Yeah, yeah. And what's, what's refreshing for them, um, what I've witnessed is it's good for them to run with all different age groups. They could be running against someone's granddad, someone's dad, the nana, someone running with a dog or something like that. It's a bit yeah. of fun, isn't it? You know, so That's it. And I think for, for, for me and the way I like, um, I suppose I utilise parkrun is that it's a way to um, sort of develop, I suppose, as someone locally who's you know a relatively good good runner, yeah. uh, wins some of the local races and things like that, um, showing up to park run and things regularly um, allows people to, to see me, allows me to come it's and good chat link, with them and link with them, and, yeah. and obviously for those youngsters that are you know mm. maybe it's the it's their first ever experience of, of running, yeah. um, showing that obviously you, you're someone who lives down the road sort of thing that. You know, that's every day can, can, can yeah. achieve and things like that, and it's it's there. Yeah. It's it's that again that level of of the sport sort of thing. Well, if you were if you were there, Matt, you clearly seen someone. God, that runner, that she, he or she ran really well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't say nothing at first. There's no way of going. Yeah, you'd yeah, say yeah. well done. Yeah. The well done comes in. You might see the kids' parents. You say, do you know your kid or whoever your child? Well, get them down the local running club. He or she's good. Yeah. So it's um, that's what's good. But we, we did that a couple where, of times, didn't we? There was a guy that came in. Second yeah, or third, yeah. and he was young, like, yeah. but he was into his football, you know. But he, he had natural ability. Yeah, it's a good opportunity. In, in fact, we helped out with the boxers, didn't we? Um, the boxers, we took them on a run. Yeah. And there was one kid, and he was really, really hot, and he was interested, but he didn't. I couldn't really say. Didn't mm-hmm. want to bring him from the boxing, but at the same time, I made him yeah. fully aware of where Sutton was yeah. at the time. But yeah. we never saw him. But he, he had ability, you know, natural. Well, ability uh, uh, every athlete you speak to, as. If you ask them how they got into it, yeah. it's usually through someone else. Like I said, come here. It's it's they. It's they've gone somewhere with somebody, or they've met someone, or where you know their way of getting in. And park runners like another option because people will go there and might walk and jog it, or just walk it, and yeah. then they might jog it, and then they might get the time better, and then they might join a running club. So they're not on effect of it. I think running clubs um, could embrace it more. Actually, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I think I, I think we've talked about it on a previous show. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've been a run director at Parkrun since 2011, yeah. so I've been involved with it for a long time, and I have both the love of it, but also like you know, I can see where it could do better, and I can see where obviously from a club perspective as yeah. well as, as, a, as a club uh, club chairman that the yeah. clubs could do better and engage with them. Um, and for me, the Parkrun bit is that it really tried it obviously from a Parkrun. I suppose it's more the management of Parkrun, not the the actual there on the day Parkrun. The, the yeah. people who are volunteers on the day are fantastic and, and great, but from a management perspective. It sees it as you know. It tries to really get into the message that it's not a race, it's not a run, That's right, it's yeah. not elite, it's not a thing. And, and from that, then tries to distance itself from the running clubs, from the Olympics, from you know, from mm. that angle of things. And, and really, it should be a great grassroots mm. supplier of, of talent for the future of, yeah. of, of our sport. Really, um, I mean, if in terms of racing coming back, I think they might be the first to come back, mightn't yeah. you know, possibly. I might be wrong, but. I think it, it's only positive. After, you know, I'll be honest with you. At first, you know, when it first come out and we was saying, "What's this all about? Yeah. A free race?" Is these so we've got running clubs which just you know only have small numbers. You have to put like a road race on to to, to generate yeah. revenue. 
I'm thinking, oh God, you know what? Um, you know, there's they're just gonna want to do a free race. These races are gonna all end up, you know, these road races. Who's gonna want to do a road race? You do a free five k the weekend, and I was totally wrong because every road, most road races are selling out. Yeah. Well, so it doesn't, it doesn't cost. So that's why it's created more runners. It does. It does. Yeah. I suppose maybe the five k's maybe struggle a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But obviously yeah. your ten k's, your half, there's so much more, and mm. obviously, and it's a different type of runner. I see it a lot in the shop as well. Is that there's a little bit more maybe interest on you know some, sometimes there's a, obviously there's, there's a lot of the, the bling uh, yeah. the medals and stuff that sort of get into it but there's a lot of uh, as well you, you get sort of maybe from the gym culture that fashion conscious sort yeah, of side yeah. of things as yeah. well and that pulls into it and it's a very different to I suppose you know I mean, my mum in the shop for example she's all, you know we get all these nice clothes these nice shoes and stuff and she's like she would just whatever running kit she had sort of yeah, thing yeah, you know yeah, but yeah. obviously and yeah. she wouldn't think of matching the outfit perfectly no, but no. you know we get a lot of runners and That's I mean Jade, Jade's brought that in for, to us sort yeah, of yeah, thing yeah. and we yeah. see it now and stuff like in the shop but you've got to come on like it's a different sort of I suppose it's the evolution of, it, of running from mm. I suppose when we talk about Lydiard's uh, days to the sort of the, the marathon boom of, of sort of the 80s and London sort of established and things yeah. like that yeah. and obviously now we're sort of I suppose it's like the park run boom. It is, it's, yeah. It's, you know, the yeah, last sort it's of not getting away with it. But, but this, this yeah. park run, though, is mm-hmm. not free. This is what we're being told. Oh, is, it, is the... It's, is there going to be like a yearly subscription? No, 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 no. So, so the, yeah, there's, there's a, again, there's a, maybe a little bit of an issue park, where park some run. of the funding for park run is oh, coming yeah. from the the pot that potentially is, is, is the clubs are paying for mm-hmm. in their um, affiliation fees and okay, athletics, yeah. and mm-hmm. that goes in, and then obviously... Um, it's not England Athletics that are, uh, are putting funds in the park, but it's uh, Sport England, yeah. which obviously England Athletics yeah. uh, is the governing body of England Athletics, of course, yeah. Um, yeah. and they are funding some of the park runs. So there is potentially there's that pot where obviously England Athletics now there's no funds really for the clubs, mm. there's no funds for the regions. Uh, obviously, why they Northern Athletics and yeah. stuff have gone have gone out on their own. Mm. Um, so there there is again it's that management sort of point of park run maybe that's. Don't know that you know doesn't give back mm. to, to the bit of the sport that mm. that is there really. I mean, everything you know, everything needs. I mean, there's a brilliant concept, the idea about another thing is everything's about and it's creating like bigger pools of runners. Yeah. There's more because it's you can just make your mind up on the moment, yeah. can't you? You just get you've got your, your obviously your you log in, you get your code number and stuff. You can just turn up, so it's it's easy. It's no efforts in terms, and there's one probably within few miles from your house yeah. unless it's on the on your doorstep. So you can it's something that any anyone can access and it's yeah. quick and it's it's getting more and more runners people would you say it was getting more people into running? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean yeah. sort of you look at the numbers of it really, you yeah. know. St. Helens it will be got two in St. Helens now, you know, yeah. small town of St. Helens and there's two park yeah. runs. Um and you're talking good sort of four hundred or so would usually be at the St. Helens yeah. the main St. Helens one that's yeah. that's a good and it's five years old this year it's celebrated and then obviously you've got a new one that started um, last November, I think, yeah. uh, which is a trail one, uh, a little bit lower on its numbers because it's, it's quite a tough course to be fair. Yeah. The dream. Uh, yeah, it's a lovely place, isn't it? It's a lovely place, but it's, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's a brutal little course to go to. Um, mm. But obviously, the, the numbers, yeah, are out there. And obviously, with lockdowns, numbers again have, have increased. And I'm, I'm sure those first park runs back are going to yeah. be uh, 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 crazy with, with, with people there, well, to be you, fair. So. Well, if you look, Matt, you think, right, okay, how many people are, who, like, someone's, like, thinking about going in a race, how many people are going to want to come down to Liverpool area, St. Helens, Pembroke, Southport, Waterloo, Mossley Hill, small numbers in it, just yeah. like a little bit, but how many people are going to, we, we, for us, as purists, we love the sport, don't we, it's yeah. about people getting into the sport yeah. and enjoying it and feeling better about themselves, whether it's going to be, they might want to lose some weight or yeah. something more, 
you might have had a bet with the mate, whatever. I mean, it, it, it's it's got to be good if it's getting people in the sport yeah. for me. So yes. if it's taking a couple of quid out of um, you know yeah. what people oh, feel the sport, it's got to yeah, be a yeah. good thing because it's contributing to it by bringing people in. So yeah. that's what I, that's my take on it now. Yeah. But no, I, I had a, I was pretty negative about yeah. it at first. I thought, oh god, no, yeah. because of the people we know who put yeah. races on. I didn't think anyone. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's as busy as ever. Oh, that's it. You know, and that's that's what I love about parkrun is that it's mm. sort of. Everyone from every walk of life is, is yeah, you know, you've know, yeah. got people afterwards, mm. you all have a cup of tea and a yeah. coffee and stuff like yeah. that, and chat with people, and it's it's, it's great fun. Well, you said, so, so, oh, can't you do the race? It's all right, it's like the five mile and seven. Oh, I'm not doing that, yeah. It's all runners, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, it's we'll come and do a park run, oh, I'm not doing it. and then they will come and watch one, and then they yeah. come and watch one, and you think I can get in there, you know, yeah. And um, um I suppose jumping back to something you said before about obviously racing too much and things like that, yeah. and that sort of. I suppose change in evolution of uh, again of mindset of runners. So if we go back to, so obviously you know, Ron Hill, no. Ron Hill, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Ron would would race all the t- all, all the time, time. pretty yeah. much. You you know pick up his books and, and yeah. you know you've got I think um, one Easter weekend he did the seven mile uh, road race in, in Bolton. Yeah. Um, he ran that barefoot because he, he brought the wrong shoes. Yeah. Uh, the next day he did Rivington Pike. Yeah. Um, he then just did Very his good. long run on the Sunday. And then ran a marathon yeah. uh, on the on the Easter Monday um, yeah. in, in something like I think it was two seventeen two eighteen or something nice. like that. All all um, so it was a course record uh, for the seven miler. It was the win at Rivington, mm. and then obviously uh, you know a two seventeen marathon, which was a win again. Yeah. Um, and I think a course record there also. Um, and he did he wear what's what's he wore no shoes at black and uh, the, the first race the, yeah. the, the the seven mile road race. Um, oh. Bet he didn't wear no shoes on ribbons and pipe. Well, did he? probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, he's. Um, but what did he, the question would be: What did he do the two weeks before it? Maybe you know. Did he mm. save himself? Did he? You know. Did he? Don't even Ronnie probably did a couple track races uh, back to back yeah. or somewhere. I mean, sort of if thing, you said to, I mean, I think if you said to Ron, look, listen, you ran two seventeen on a Sunday. No, you never raced three times early that in that week. You yeah. you'd run a bit quicker. He knows for a fact he would have. Oh yeah. You, yeah, you yeah. know, it's it's common sense now. Yeah. That's how he rolled, and, and no one can ever like deny Ron. Yeah. And he's won the medals, hasn't he? Yeah. But would you think there's a, do you think there's a bit of maybe fear these days of, of for athletes to go out and race and and because you don't see many of the top Brits to be fair go out and battle each other in a race. They'll no. they'll go and race somewhere else. They'll go yeah. even like I yeah. mean I suppose you you look at your your northern champs, your, your county champs now. Yeah. You know the athletes will go and choose. They'll pick maybe a BMC or they'll go abroad to yeah. a, a race that they go is, is a fast time. And they'll take that rather than that that battle and that sort of yeah. that championship sort of glory of that, which I, I mean I, I think maybe does is a better accolade than that fast time really. There's a lot to choose from this time, yeah. isn't it? There's lots and lots to choose from. If you go back like into the um, the eighties and like early nineties in Liverpool, and obviously the runners who have gotten old the years, they just it wasn't that. If there's a five say a five and ten k in Liverpool. The Marty McLaughlin would be there, Nathan would be there, John Woods would be there, you know, all these great local runners and they just race each other. Jerry Elm and yeah, John yeah. Kelly and these I mean you can go you could go to Birkenhead got Birkenhead Park and run the five mile and then run like say twenty three fifty and come tenth. Yeah. You know Would you say there was a higher standard across the board back then? Because I, I get to get this. That, that's a, that's another so, but, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, because there's there's high standards out there now, but One's over there running that race. One's here running there. One's abroad. One's yeah. there. So, um, it's well, a, it's uh, well, the I, I, my point is always that there's there's, yeah. a, there's a higher standard in terms of 
the very top now. So yeah. you know the times that like Callum is uh, you know Callum and a couple yeah, of Callum Hawkins yeah. yeah. and stuff like yeah. that are, are knocking out. There's maybe more there's more quality at the very top end yeah. uh, in terms of the times, but the depth and numbers of that top end is mm. a lot smaller, a lot more That's sort right. of um, spread out than it was. You know, back back yeah. in the eighties and, and seventies and things that we talk about where you know you could go like you say. To, you know, Birkenhead, and you'd finish twenty three minutes and be you know nowhere. Made nowhere. <laughs> Whereas now, if you ran that, yeah, you'd, you'd pretty much win yeah, it and be no one else in sight. Really, yeah. you know, you'd definitely. Yeah. And what's the reason for that? People living more sedentary lives. Well, I think there's there's, there's a lot more. I'm, well, there's definitely a lot more opportunity for racing now um, in different races. You could go like you know, you know, and let's look for like like five k's. Now you've got like Crystal Town, yeah. which is a great course. You've got uh, Mike's Race, the Mid Cheshire five k. You've got like the Sizzlers on, the Series on. They're all good races. Mm. There's lots to choose from. I think going back, there wasn't pretty. There wasn't lots to choose from. They yeah. all raced yeah. each other, and yeah. people generations change, don't they? And yeah, that's not to say like people are avoiding and stuff like that. Or now you've got power of ten, and you know it's like some people might want to protect the only want to race if they're going to do a PB. PB. Yeah, Different yeah. people, mm. people like to race. But it, coming back to the first one, it's like. You know, we could race a bit more, so people, athletes can race a little bit more. I don't mean every week, you know, but maybe every, you know, every like three or four, you know, third or four week. I mean, Ron, I never speak to Ron um, about it, and, I, and he go, well, these days people are doing a hard tempo run. What's the difference from that being a race? Yeah, they got yeah. points. John Joe asked me the same question, but you know, it's the thing is with a race, it's the mental side of it. Yeah. You know, you're racing mentally all the time. You know, it's like I don't care who you are, if if you're doing a tempo with your group. And you're running, say, for instance, a six-mile tempo run, and you're running that, say, for instance, I don't know, five and a half minute mile run or something like that, or five forties or something like that. Mentally, leading into that, it's not going to take much out of you. Mm. You're doing racing every every single week. I don't. We're too competitive to, yeah. you know. So you just, for me, I just think you end up um, mentally draining yourself. You, there's no really, there isn't enough time to be able to train properly and improve and. You know, it's um, so everyone's got a different opinion, but you know, it's some people race too much, some people like it's getting that balance, isn't it? And, yeah. You know, so um, but I do agree when you get to a certain standard, you know what I mean? So you get to a standard, you know, um, of like um, you know, competition where you, you, you can pick and choose a little bit more, but while you're learning and you're, you're young, you're coming through, just experiment a bit. And yeah. I think what, what's happening is now you get some athletes who've got literally lots and lots of scope to improve. Yeah, but mm. they're not experimenting and finding more about themselves. They're like, oh no, I'm doing that in six weeks. I'm doing this, and they'll go to the race very, very fit. You know what I mean? But they're not race fit, mm. and that's a completely different story, you know. And mm. so it's all different. Everyone's got their own opinion on it, but um, yeah, I, I like the, I, I like to be able to train, you know, and work hard and build up work on what we were speaking about earlier on, an athlete's individual weak points and stuff like that. If you're racing every week, I think that interrupts it because. Um, you're not going to see an athlete going to train on a Thursday if they've got a race on Saturday morning, yeah. even if he says he's jogging it. We're too competitive, aren't we? Yeah. You know, if you have never been on a race line, mate, saying, I'll take my seat. You want to, you want to, you want to, even if it's your best mate, yeah. right? So you'll want to, uh, you want to, on a run, you know, even though you're a friend, you'll have a coffee and that, you know what I mean? He loves you. I know it's the only way to show him up, so yeah, fair, so. but he wants to help you, John. John. <laughs> but then when the, when the race, when it's over, then, then we pals again, yeah. Well, this has been. A wonderful yeah. hour or so. Hour, look at the time, mate. Yeah. 15 minutes. 
Well past my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to leave it. We've brought something for you, sir. What have you got? You come all the all this way, all the way from Liverpool. Something. When you crossed the border, did you feel a bit? You know, didn't, get, didn't go through passport control. We got you. That's on the way back. You were isolated. We got you. Just a couple of small items here. Um, the, the the bag is, you know, there's nothing in it. <laughs> oh, some some chocolates there oh, for the nice, for the nice missus. John, John. And then the Irish connection and made to run's finest. Oh, there we go, some clobber. There you go. <laughs> Can we do it again next week as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, lads. It's been a pleasure, and um, I'll come back again. I hope that. Well, uh, oh, please. please. Yes, please. And uh, just remember, it's not about running PBs, it's about getting involved, getting involved with a group, meeting new people. And um, thank just, just going with the flow. Thank you very much, Coach, for coming Coach up all this way. You're welcome, lad. What a guy. Well, what a guy. Cheers, mate. Yeah.